the eighteenth day of the month. Concerning God's chosen one, he shall not judge by what his eyes see, or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. Isaiah 11, verses 3-4 through four. The meek shall inherit the land, and delight themselves in abundant prosperity. Psalm 37, verse 11. The third beatitude says, Happy the gentle, they shall have the earth for their heritage. Meekness has gotten a bad name in our day. We think the meek are those who allow themselves to be used as doormats. So meekness and weakness have become synonyms. But the translation of the third beatitude, as given above, uses instead the term the gentle. We consider gentleness as a fruit of the Spirit on day 13, and that is a key for our understanding of this and indeed of all the Beatitudes. The meek inherit. They do not earn. The earth is promised to them as their heritage, not their wages. The attributes commended to us are gifts from God, from a God who does not judge by what the eyes see or the ears hear. Thus, this God turns upside down our usual values. Note well that in the Beatitudes, happiness is not promised to the wealthy, the powerful, the glamorous, or those with sex appeal. In that reversal of our usual expectations, we find God's gift to us as strange as it may seem. How should this biblical approach to what is important change your own values, your own estimate of what constitutes success? By the way, how successful do you suppose Jesus was considered to be on the day he died on the cross. Opening Prayer God, your thoughts are not our thoughts, and your ways are not our ways. We confess our bewilderment at learning of the strange values you treasure. Transform us so drastically that we may embrace your ways without fear or embarrassment. Enable us to judge beyond what human eyes can see or ears can hear that you may regard us as the meek, worthy inheritors of your mercy, through Jesus Christ, in whom is true happiness. Amen. Psalm 37, verses 1 through 11. Don't bother your head with braggarts, or wish you could succeed like the wicked. In no time they'll shrivel like grass clippings and wilt like cut flowers in the sun. Get insurance with God and do a good deed. Settle down and stick to your last. Keep company with God. Get in on the best. Open up before God. Keep nothing back. He'll do whatever needs to be done. He'll validate your life in the clear light of day and stamp you with approval at high noon. Quiet down before God. Be prayerful before Him. Don't bother with those who climb the ladder, who elbow their way to the top. Bridle your anger, trash your wrath, cool your pipes. It only makes things worse. Before long, the crooks will be bankrupt. God investors will soon own the store. Before you know it, the wicked will have had it. You'll stare at his once famous place and nothing. Down-to-earth people will move in and take over, relishing a huge bonanza. From the prophet Isaiah, Chapter 45, verses 5 through 17. I am the Lord, and there is no other. Besides me, there is no God. I'll gird you, though you have not known me, that men may know from the rising to the setting of the sun that there is no one besides me. 
I am the Lord and there is no other, the one forming light and creating darkness, causing well-being and creating calamity. I am the Lord who does all these. Drip down, O heavens, from above, and let the clouds pour down righteousness. Let the earth open up and salvation bear fruit, and righteousness spring up with it. I, the Lord, have created it. Woe to the one who quarrels with his maker, an earthenware vessel among the vessels of earth. With a clay, say to the potter, What are you doing? Or the thing you are making, say, He has no hands. Woe to him who says to a father, What are you begetting? Or to a woman, To what are you giving birth? Thus says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, and his maker, Ask me about the things to come concerning my sons, and you shall commit to me the work of my hands. It is I who made the earth and created a man upon it. I stretched out the heavens with my hands, and I ordained all their host. I've aroused him in righteousness, and I'll make all his ways smooth. He'll build my city and let my exiles go free. Without any payment or reward, says the Lord of hosts. Thus says the Lord, the products of Egypt and the merchandise of Cush, And the Sabians, men of stature, will come over to you and will be yours. They will walk behind you. They will come over in chains. They will bow down to you. They will make supplication to you. Surely God is with you and there is no one else, no other God. Truly you are a God who hides himself, O God of Israel, Savior. They will be put to shame and even humiliated, all of them. The manufacturers of idols will go away together in humiliation. Israel has been saved by the Lord with an everlasting salvation. You will not be put to shame are humiliated to all eternity. From the letter to Ephesians, chapter 5, verses 15 through 33. Therefore, be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise, making the most of your time, because the days are evil. So then, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation. But be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks for all the things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father, and be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. Wives, be subject to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ also is the head of the church, he himself being the Savior of the body. But as the church is subject to Christ, so also the wives ought to be put there their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her, so that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, that he might present to himself the church in all her glory, having no spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she would be holy and blameless. So husbands also ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his own wife loves himself, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ also does the church, because we are members of his body. For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and shall be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is great, but I am speaking with reference to Christ and the church. Nevertheless, each individual among you also is to love his own wife even as himself, as the wife must see to it that she respects her husband. From the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 4, verses 21 through 34. And he was saying to them, A lamp is not brought to be put under a basket, is it, or under a bed? Is it not brought to be put on the lampstand? For nothing is hidden except to be revealed, nor has anything been secret, but that it would come to light. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. And he was saying to them, Take care of what you listen to. By your standard of measure it will be measured to you, and more will be given you besides. For whoever has, to him more shall be given, and whoever does not have, even what he has shall be taken away from him. And he was saying, 
The kingdom of God is like a man who casts seed upon the soil, and he goes to bed at night and gets up by day, and the seed sprouts and grows. How? He himself does not know. The soil produces crops by itself, first the blade, then the head, then the mature grain in the head. But when the crop permits, he immediately puts in the sickle, because the harvest has come. And, he said, how shall we picture the kingdom of God, or by what parable shall we present it? It is like a mustard seed, which, when sown upon the soil, though it is smaller than all the seeds that are upon the soil, yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes larger than all the garden plants, and forms large branches, so that the birds of the air can nest under its shade. With many such parables, he was speaking the word to them, so far as they were able to hear it, and he did not speak to them without a parable, but he was explaining everything privately to his own disciples. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thursday's Prayer God, your glory calls your people to adoration daily. Guide and inspire all who plan and who will take leadership in the worship of our congregation when again we gather in prayer on the Lord's Day. To musicians, lectors, preachers, and all others, give a full measure of your Holy Spirit, that they may glorify not themselves but you. Prepare my heart and the hearts of all your people to receive their ministries with joy and gratitude to you, and extravagant generosity toward others. This we pray through Christ the Risen One. Amen. From the Methodist Handbook of Prayer for 2023, written by Jean-Francois Brain. Our God, when our days are heavy and rich and nothing seems to go right anymore, when life no longer has any taste, when nothing seems worthwhile anymore, you, however, are standing there, exactly there where nothing has any sparkle left. There your word is whispered, even in our brokenness, and comes to sow everything and gives us the desire to continue. There you come to restore our dried-up places and finally renew everything. There you are the embers under the ashes, and you give us to hear that being born is always in season. Beyond our deceptions, there at the bottom, the light emerges and transfigures everything. Our God, thank you. The full version of the Serenity Prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, the wisdom to know the difference, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as the pathway to peace, taking as he did the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will, that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. Amen. <laughs>